It's Ascension Day today when we celebrate that Jesus has ascended to heaven. Luke chapter 24 says, When Jesus had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed his disciples. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. It's been a year where we've experienced a lot of absence, physical distancing, online meetings. And one of the things that I've been taught to appreciate more is the joy that comes with presence, connection and face-to-face gatherings. Now, when it comes to the ascension of Jesus, we might be tempted to think of it as the ultimate example of physical distancing and thus about absence. But nothing could be further from the truth. The ascension of Jesus is about presence. It's about Jesus being present before the Father so that one day we can be too. Hebrews 9.24 says, For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, now to appear for us in God's presence. In Genesis, we read of how humanity was made to live in the presence of God and made to join Christ in his creative work and to learn from him how to live fully human lives. But humanity chose death over life, disconnection over connection, absence over presence. And in rebelling against God, we brought an infection, a virus into the world, something that would seep into every aspect of the world we live in, sin. Rightly, we were quarantined. More than that, removed from the presence of God and an angel with a flaming sword was put in place to guard the way that led back to the presence of God. But though it would cost Jesus everything, he was not content to let disconnection and distance be the end of the story. He committed to come to us and take that virus, that sin, upon himself and put it and the consequences of it to death. So that anyone who trusts him might know life in the presence of the Father once again. Before Jesus came, he wanted to make sure that the world would understand the problem of sin and the plans of his rescue mission. So one of the things he did was to have ancient Israel set up this tent called the tabernacle, which would be like a mini model of the universe and would explain how Jesus would rescue humanity. The best explanation I've heard for the tabernacle was that it's like the London tube map. The tube map doesn't look like the tube, the underground, but if you understand that tube map, then you understand the essentials of what you need to know about the tube and how to use it. Likewise, the universe doesn't look like the tabernacle, but if you get the tabernacle, you understand the essentials of what you need to know about the universe and how Jesus would rescue humanity and bring us back into God's presence. There's a lot that could be said about this tent, but for now, it had two rooms. One, the holy place, which represented earth, And priests who led people in worship, made sacrifices and taught people the scriptures, they could work in this room. But there was another room, the most holy place, which represented heaven, the throne room of God. This room was separated from the holy place by this massive curtain with angels on it, reminding us of the separation between humanity and God. Once a year, though, one person, the high priest, they could enter into that room. He had to be dressed in the right clothes, make the right sacrifices, 
and he would take the blood of a goat through the curtain to show how God and humans could be at one again. Of course, this was only a play, a drama, which pointed forward to the work of the true and great high priest, Jesus. When Jesus died, offering his own blood, not the blood of a goat, we may remember that the curtain of the temple, which replaced the tabernacle, was torn in two, showing that the way into the presence of the Father was now open to anyone who was joined to Jesus, the high priest. In the ascension, Jesus goes into the presence of the Father with his blood so that we might be welcomed back into the presence of the Father as forgiven children and not distanced and disconnected as infected rebels. And from that right hand of the Father where Jesus sits now, he's deeply present with us even now. We might be tempted to think that Now he's gone to heaven, he's bound to be less concerned for us than he was when he was here on earth. But in that reading from Luke 24, we see him lifting up his hands to bless his disciples. And that posture sort of sums up what Jesus is about right now. Arms up and open, blessing his disciples, representing us, praying for us, empathising with us, helping us. And he is with us living in us by his spirit, present with us even now. As we wait, God willing, for hugs on Monday, meals with friends and reconnection with family members in the coming days, weeks and months as COVID restrictions ease, let's remember this Ascension Day, what Jesus did for us to bring us back into the presence of the Father. And because he is in the presence of the Father right now, we one day, as his body, will be face to face with the Father in that glorious new creation.